Welcome to Floored the Podcast. I am Sky. I'm one of your hosts. <laughs> and I am Lewis. As I have recently learned, I am also one of your hosts. Yes, so, we're yep. we're hosting this together. That's Being right. <laughs> Co-host. Yeah, co Co-host. Trying to say it as one syllable. <laughs> cust. <laughs> we are your cust. <laughs> Lewis, I'm so excited about the topic that I have for you. I'm I'm super excited. You probably prepared a much <laughs> much more cohesive presentation than I did. So, <laughs> so this is dubbed. There's there are many names for this event that I'm going to be talking about, mm-hmm. but the general consensus calls it the 1561. So that's one five six one celestial phenomenon over Nuremberg. Whoa, 1561. Yep. Wow. Yeah. So that's... Celestial phenomenon. Yeah. Another name for it is the UFO battle over Nuremberg. Whoa. Yeah. So this is like... This is like old Nuremberg. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Taking it back. Taking it back. So this story comes from a woodcut engraving by Hans Glasser. Glasser? Glasser. Mm-hmm. I had to text Tess. I texted Tess today and I was like, how do I say this name? <laughs> Hans Glasser. And I already forgot what she told me to say. But I'm going to send you, I'm just going to text you this image of this wood carving that Hans Glasser did. Okay. And then I want you to try to describe this image, this wood carving. Sure. Whoa. Okay, he really loved using red and blue. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Yeah, it looks like the sun with a shit ton of stuff going on around it. Yep. A lot of <laughs> lot of dots. <laughs> a lot of lot of dots, a lot of tubes. Mm-hmm. Uh tubular mm-hmm. objects, some crosses. Yeah, it just, it looks like there's, it looks like there's, like, fireworks in the sky. Oh, that's but, a good way to describe but it. But 15, 1500 style. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to read, so under it, he had um, written, like, his description of what this was. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it's been translated because it was in German. Sure. But this is, this is the description. It's kind of long, so bear with me. In the morning of April 14th, 1561, at daybreak, between 4 and 5 a.m., a dreadful apparition occurred on the sun, and then this was seen in Nuremberg in the city, before the gates and in the country, by many men and women. At first, there appeared in the middle of the sun two blood-red semicircular arcs, just like the moon, in its last quarter. And in the sun, above and below, and on both sides, the color was blood. There stood a round ball of partly dull, partly black, ferrous color. Likewise, they're stood on both sides, and as a Taurus, about the sun, such blood-red ones and other balls in large number, about three in a line and four in a square, also some alone. 
In between these globes, there were visible a few blood-red crosses, between which there were blood-red stripes, or strips, sorry, becoming thicker to the rear and in the front malleable like the rods of reed grass, which were intermingled among them two big rods, one on the right, the other to the left, and within the small and big rods, there were three, also four, and more globes. There's more. I just have to take a breath. Whoa. These... I need to take a breath. (laughs) This is, wait, it's going to get exciting. These all started to fight amongst themselves so that the globes, which were first in the sun, flew out to the ones standing on both sides. Thereafter, the globes standing outside the sun in small and large rods flew into the sun. Besides, the globes flew back and forth among themselves and fought vehemently, that's one word I never know how to pronounce, with each other for over an hour. And when the conflict in and again out of the sun was most intense, they became fatigued to such an extent that they all, as said above, fell from the sun down upon the earth as if they all burned. And then they wasted away on the earth with immense smoke. After all this, there was something like a... This this part is crazy. So if you go back to that image I sent you, Mm -hmm. you'll see it on there. Okay. After all this, there was something like a black spear, very long and thick, sighted. Oh, the shaft I was wondering what that was. East. Yeah. The point okay. pointed west. Whatever such signs mean, <laughs> God alone knows. Although we have seen, surely one after another, many kinds of signs on the heaven which are sent to us by the Almighty God to bring us repentance, we still are, unfortunately, so ungrateful that we despise such high signs and miracles of God, or we speak of them with ridicule and discard them to the wind, in order that God may send us a frightening punishment on account of our ungratefulness. After Yikes. all, the God-fearing will by no means discard these signs, but will take it to their heart as a warning of their merciful Father in heaven, will mend their lives and faithfully beg God that he may avert his wrath including the well-deserved punishment on us so that we may temporarily here and perpetually there live as his children for it for may god grant us his his help amen jeez this guy needs to lighten up uh, <laughs> well, just, just i know a, just a bit wow so, um, that's it very hard to tell based on that description yeah. but what do you think he thought was going on <laughs> That you know, you really could not get more descriptive. Yeah. You know, towards the end, he goes into the whole like, "Oh, we need to repent. Like, this is bad. You know, guys, like, shit. <laughs> this is serious." But in the very beginning, he's he's literally you got to give it to him. He's describing exactly what he says he saw. Like he yeah. he's literally saying, "I saw a bunch of dots and rods and some." Uh, <laughs> some he says, semicircles. I kindergarten. I know my shapes. Yeah, I I okay. saw some crosses, some rods, some dots, and they all fought each other, and then crashed into the ground, and some smoke rose from them, and then I saw a pointy spear. You yeah. know, like he's. He, you can't get more descriptive than that. <laughs> so I'm That's sending wild. you a another um, wood text carving thing that is not from Nuremberg. This one is from Switzerland, and this is um, in 1566. And this one was actually done by somebody else. This was done by Samuel Apiarius, Apiarius and mm-hmm. Samuel Caucus, I guess. 
Mm -hmm. And so this one, I just sent you the images of it. And this one is just more like people running around. And then there's the sun and then a bunch of black dots in the sky. Oh, yeah. Wow. And then this one in this. Oh, this was a pamphlet. I'm sorry. So this they talk about unusual sunrises and sunsets, which as a reminder, the Nuremberg thing happened during sunrise. And they mm-hmm. were said to have fought together in the form of numerous red and black balls in the sky before the rising sun. Wow. So a lot of these, just off the bat, sounding a little UFO-y. Oh, big a time. Little, a little alien-y, a little spacey, a little ancient aliens, if you will. Mm-hmm. Wow. But one thing that's funny is that, so like all this happened, and there were other things. We'll get into the other carvings from Hans Glasser in a little bit like over time this kind of got forgotten about or not really talked about until 1958 because okay. carl jung do you know carl jung or carl jung um Pretty sure it's jung though he was a psychologist I, oh yeah 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 carl so jung he, he did a lot with book. like um dream interpretations and stuff like that yeah so this will this mm-hmm. will feel very familiar He wrote this book called Flying Saucers, A Modern Myth of Things Seen in the Skies. So in this book, (laughs) he was just analyzing like the meaning behind UFOs. Sure. And for this event in particular, he describes it as a natural phenomenon with religious and military interpretations overlying it. So obviously the religious interpretations came through pretty strong in the description. Yeah, just a little bit. Mm -hmm. But there was this quote that Carl Jung said in the book If the UFOs were living organisms, one would think of a swarm of insects rising with the sun, not to fight one another, but to mate and celebrate the marriage flight. I don't know what that means, but it's there. Yeah, there's (laughs) that for you. Uh Uh-huh. But he talks about a military interpretation, which is, I don't know, seems a bit of a stretch, but whatever. He viewed the tubes as cannons and the spheres as cannonballs. And then the black spearhead also, you know. Like, as a spear. Um, Mm -hmm. And then if it's, like, a religious focus, it's on the crosses. So, it's basically... Carl Jung is basically saying, like, this event, or basically the picture of the event, interpret it as, like, a Rorschach... Oh, like a Rorschach. Yeah. As, -hmm. like, one of those. So, whatever you see in it, that's what's actually happening in your head. Okay. So he's saying that they saw that that what was his name again? The, Carl Jung or the, uh, the Glasser? Glasser. Yeah. So he's saying that Glasser saw some sort of natural phenomenon and interpreted it through like a militaristic or religious lens. Yeah. Basically. And actually, um, I'm glad you said that because that transitions into my next point that Otto Billig. So he also tried to provide some historical ton- context for this. Um, mm-hmm. And they keep calling it like an apparition as well. Or um, it's kind of suggested that with Carl Jung's, it's basically like a collective hallucination, if you will, because many people were like, mm. oh, I also saw it. Um, right. But so after the Middle Ages, the Nuremberg was like a hop-in town. It was, it was actually like known for its wealth and nobility. Mm-hmm. And there... They tried, so, you know, the big war between the Catholics and the Protestants during the Reformation. Yeah. Or you know of it, maybe? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. No, all, um, no, no, all about it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. after, there, there was like a bunch of political drama, but basically Nuremberg 
kind of suffered hard times afterwards. And then mm-hmm. some sieges were happening around there. And so they think, like, with all this drama and all these sieges, like, that's just what was on people's minds, too. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the theories. So so it's possible that... So still, though, what what's the consensus? So these, these people who have, like, the more skeptical mindset, what are they saying was interpreted as militaristic or religious like what oh what what so was the spark what what they are they kind s- of like i'm glad i'm glad you asked that so i'm going to send you a picture like was there and some sort of natural phenomena oh yes. okay did you see the picture yes so, so that is called a sun dog oh yeah so like and a- i have never even heard of a sun dog so this is um it's a basically like a halo around the sun and it usually happens like during dusk or dawn like where the sun is lower in the sky and it is a refraction of sunlight by ice crystals so it kind of makes like a little rainbow halo around it yeah but you can even see if you look at it like you get like the cross in the middle of it and then you see like in the halo it makes that um like crescent shape where it was talking about like the moons and stuff yeah so oh, that wow. explains like part of it, but even people are like, hey, that doesn't explain all of it. But the other part of it, so that's like the main phenomenon that they were like, this was probably what was happening. Mm-hmm. But another thing, which is my favorite part of this whole story, is that Hans Glosser was a little bit of a dramatic guy. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to send you some pictures of his um, other works. This first one I'm sending you, this is his interpretation of an aurora. Okay, like the northern lights. Mm-hmm. So that's his interpretation of that, which is basically just like flames raining down on people, is what it looks like. Oh. Oh my gosh. So so a little dramatic. Wow. Yeah, and then just a little bit. That actually other, happened. Must have. <laughs> he has other descriptions of like blood rain and bearded grapes and the bearded grapes sorry if you can hear the rats squeaking sorry did but you the, say so the, bearded as in like the fruit like yeah bearded grapes yeah like grapes grapes, grapes with like beards wine. grapes with yeah. beards okay so that sure. <laughs> was actually just mold there was mold there was moldy grapes but you know uh, or bearded yeah. grapes and then mm-hmm. the blood red rain was due to just dust in, in the rain. In the air, yeah. Um, and then I'm going to send you my absolute favorite image he has ever created. And I cannot find, for the life of me, like on the website where I found, which was amusingplanet.com, where I found <laughs> the rest of his stuff. I cannot find out why, like, what is the story behind this picture. <laughs> but isn't it so funny? Like, it there's looks a sun that is, like, sideways, and it has the goofiest face, and then there is something else that I don't know what it is, and it also has, like, an even goofier face. And I feel like this is this is you and me, Lewis. It looks... And I yeah, don't exactly that's... know who is who. Um, yeah, honestly, you know, I feel... I kind of feel like, like sometimes the, the I sun feel like that's the... turned upside down. <laughs> yeah, so, sometimes yeah. I feel like the sun that's upside down. Sometimes I feel like the sun that is has lava... <laughs> cannons coming out of its head i don't know yeah with the ginormous nose who doesn't have those Um, days you know but yeah i have no idea it looks like something out of like monty python like it looks like the the terry gilliam does animations (laughs) but that's just those classic yeah 
So wow. that's, yeah. So that's basically the celestial phenomenon over Nuremberg. And my other sources were public domain review and medium.com. It was just like a fun little story. And that I just can't, this last image will forever be ingrained in my brain with these crazy little suns. Seriously. That made no sense. <laughs> and I really wish I knew, like I've tried to find it and I don't, I can't find it. So if anybody finds like the reason or the, the story behind that image, we also share this to our Instagram, which is floored the podcast, but I would love to, um, I would love to know why that is the way it is. Yeah. Those expressions are fantastic. <laughs> They're so funny. Also, I, I did, I sent you a, a picture um, of, I, I actually saw Sundog a while oh. ago on, it was on oh, my yeah, way back from, from uh, one of our placements. I, I think I was in, I was between St. Joe and Grand Rapids. I don't know where I was, but I just okay. remember seeing it and pulling over and, and taking a picture. But, you know, you can totally see why someone would, would see that and be freaked out. It, it literally, it looks like there's an object in the sky. Yeah, it like, glowing literally brightly. looks like a cross and there's these other things. And also mm-hmm. if they have like, this is in the day, like if they've never seen it before, they don't know what that is. Oh yeah, they no. don't know what that is. I always think about that when like, like with like eclipses and stuff like that. Oh, also I forgot to say that was like one of the explanations for the second the incident that happened in Switzerland is that there was an eclipse. I still don't know what's up with the dots. My theory, this is my theory. Mm-hmm. I this is not based on anything. This is just purely speculation. Is that there was an eclipse and they were like, wow, an eclipse. So they stared at the sun. And you know when you stare at the sun and you get those dots in your vision. Oh, I was wondering that same thing. Yes. Yeah, like, like the, I could see that. They're or just the they're seeing like, spots they're from. At it. They're staring at the sun and then see and then seeing spots. Yeah. They're like, what is that? Oh my god! Now there's these spots, and you know how the spots kind of like get kind of crazy. Oh yeah, they and they they stay with you. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it's a little bit of that. I don't know. Could be. Yeah. That's so interesting, though. Yeah, those old. It's it's crazy how you can look at that and be like. Oh my god, they are talking about aliens. But then, you know, something else pops up and it's it's something completely Oops. There we go. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Just keep going. No, you're good. Oh my god, they're yeah. talking about aliens. <laughs> they're talking about <laughs> Yeah. Um That was so funny. I kept on talking after I lo- <laughs> lost you. <laughs> and honestly, what's what's hilarious is if Okay, for those who are unaware of what just happened, I, Lewis Sky and I, and I lost a phone call on my lost... phone. No, I literally just yeah. hung up on you by accident. Oh, I'm okay. <laughs> I do this, and the funny thing is, like, I do this to Lewis all the time. With talk- the I literally time. just did this two days ago. I don't yeah, it just like hangs for up some on reason. Me. Like, I'll try to swipe up on my phone, like from the phone screen, to like look at something on my phone. I was trying to look at the pictures of the sun dogs. Yes. And then I accidentally hit the end button, and I do this all the time to Lewis. I always hang up on him. I do it just yep. to my sister too. But so much hate. Yep. I'm terrible. Shaking anyway, my um, head right now. No. <laughs> I don't even remember what we were saying. Um. Yeah. No. It was funny because. So yeah, we're for for those who who don't. I don't know if we did we. Yeah, we talked. I don't know if we talked about this, but yeah, we're on the phone right now through our headset. And then we're talking through the computer. So then we're syncing yeah. up these recordings later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I'm not sure when <laughs> I lost connection with you. I was just rambling on about 
something. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. Well, we'll have but, it. I don't know what you yeah. said, but you. But the recording knows what you said. Yeah, the exactly. Will reveal all. <laughs> the recording will reveal all. You know, it's just crazy how how you you can look at something like that. And I mean, I would have looked at that and been like, oh my gosh, this is someone who witnessed a, you know, war of UFOs Mm -hmm. over Nuremberg. And then you look at his other work and you're like, "Mm, I can see it. (laughs) That's, yeah. I, what I love about the story. He drew some trippy things. Is that like, like if you look, if you've ever watched Ancient Aliens or you're familiar with any Ancient Aliens stories, like people find a way to support the fact that aliens were doing things like a thousand years ago. But oh, yeah. this one, even u- ufologists or ufologists, the UFO folk are like, no, that wasn't UFOs. <laughs> yeah. They're Which like, this, is my favorite this part. So they're like, mm, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, this guy, this guy uh, was known to stretch the truth. They're and, like, yeah. aliens are real and they're here. Those aren't them. Yeah. Nope. No. Don't get us wrong. That was just Hans. Hans I was Hans. I was really team I was team globe there. I was really rooting for them over the rods and the crosses. <laughs> <laughs> I was really I'm I'm still just team like sun falling out of the sky and upside down and That's fair. That's fair. That's or, my personal favorite. Oh my goodness. Also, you can this is really fun fact for everybody. Maybe I'll get it for you for Christmas. You can buy a poster of the picture like of that wood carving Ooh, Which i mean it's fun it's a cool it's a cool carving like it's it, it is, it is really cool, cool but you know what i want a picture of you know what i want a poster of i want it of the stupid sons with the stupid mm-hmm. faces <laughs> it's so funny oh yeah that would Speaking be magnificent of stupid posters matt is moving out of the apartment and he sent me a picture of the twilight poster and he was like are we keeping this and i was like yes <laughs> We are the, the poster the that poster. the poster That's that stares at you while yeah. you're in the bathroom yeah love that yeah great it's, it's great, great. Poster. it's hilarious uh-huh and i told him i was like <laughs> it's basically a meme at this point that if you go to use the bathroom when visiting you have to have bella and edward staring at you <laughs> it's a great conversation piece too because everyone is like it is i remember the first <laughs> the first time i used um you and matt's bathroom and i yeah it was mm-hmm that was it was interesting mm-hmm. yep it's yeah. it's a good it's a good addition it's a really good cozy makes you feel yeah. at home exactly not not uncomfortable mm-hmm. in any way no not yeah. at all mm-hmm. okay yeah. so that was that was that very cool which was fun and yeah. great it's a great and one. Oh my gosh i yeah i really did not know what i was getting myself into when i started researching it like i literally thought it was like a ufo story and then i was like no no it is not not at all yeah like it was a fun story though yeah very cool not not so, what i was expecting i yeah it went a completely different direction and oh it yeah was still even it was really interesting so yeah. if you liked this episode please um be sure to like follow us or subscribe or whatever you do on those podcasting platforms and rate and review us especially on itunes not itunes apple podcasts and um Mm -hmm. spotify whatever those things are called those websites whatever and you can find us streaming platform platforms yes that sounds right (laughs) that's yeah Um, 
And you can find us on Instagram at Floored the Podcast, where we will share like pictures from the stories we tell. And also, if we do any cool giveaways, which will happen Ooh. if we get enough followers, we will do giveaways. And you can get yourself some really, really cool stickers. Hell yeah. I'm so jazzed about the stickers. Uh, Lewis's sister, Susie, who also, I didn't for- think I forgot to promote her website in the last episode. And she did our logo, and she's great, but I'm pretty sure her website, I'm going to test it right now is suzyhardings.com yes it is s-u-s-i-e-h-a-r-t-i-n-g-s.com and she does graphic design and little cards and really cool stuff she designed these really fun stickers for us which i'm so excited i'm getting like the test stickers in the mail this week Ooh, they're gonna be sweet. so cool yeah those and are we're awesome. getting she just designed other stickers for us that have underwear on them and they say if you shit your pants you gotta go home Lewis also has a dream of one day uh, selling underwear as merch that says, if you shit your pants, you get to go home. So it's going to happen. You know, it's please make Lewis's dream happen. Please make it recommend this podcast to your friends and it's... family and anyone else, your coworkers. I've even we got my coworkers that merch. Log. <laughs> we need, we need the underwear. That's people. right. Yep. That's what we aspire to. That's this whole this whole podcast is just a front for that. Let's be honest. Yeah, if we we're if working we don't, towards, yeah, if we don't get the underwear bit, then we're not successful. That's how we measure success. Exactly. Yep. Making our own brand, our own branded underwear. Yeah. Yeah. Scoot over, that, Calvin Klein. Yep. Move over. <laughs> There's a new, new player in town. Okay, so we'll leave you with our favorite tidbit of advice, which is if you shit your pants, you get to go home. <laughs> <laughs>